Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a football Friday, but not in the typical way, I understand. But we do have some meaningful football, varying levels of meaning, but we do have some meaningful football taking place this weekend. On Saturday, there is the Senior Bowl, which is an important part of the NFL draft process. And then we have the Pro Bowl on Sunday, which we got four Titans participating in that game. We will make sure to keep an eye on it. With that in mind, we are going to start with a little conversation about the Senior Bowl, talk about who stood out in the week of practice leading up to this game on Saturday, who should Titans fans be keeping an extra close eye on, who are some possible draft candidates playing in this game that the Titans could end up with in April. Then, we are going to talk about the Pro Bowl, do a little bit of a Pro Bowl preview, talk about the Titans playing in the game and how they can make an impact, give you a general idea of who our Titans are going to be playing with and around, and then we are going to do something that we have never done here on the Locked on Titans podcast. We are going to wrap up our Friday show with a little bit of a mailbag. I have quite a few questions that I've asked you guys to send in to me and they've piled up to the point where I feel like we can have a good conversation to round out the show and head into the weekend. We are going to keep doing that so make sure that you guys subscribe to the show on whatever platform that you stream your podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titan so you guys can continue to send your questions. You can put your questions in a review if you aren't on Twitter. Either way, make sure you get those to me so I can keep this up throughout the all season and we can finish out our Friday on a pretty fun note. So ready to jump into everything with you guys. Let's get it. The Senior Bowl has been taking place since 1950. It was originally played in Jacksonville, Florida before they moved it to Mobile, Alabama just one year later in 1951, where it is still played today. The game will actually take place at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, and what happens is they will take two of the coaching staffs that are picking up very, very early at the top of the draft this year. They have the Cincinnati Bengals, who are picking first, and the Detroit Lions, who are picking third. So they have both of those coaching staffs taking one half of the team, which is the South team, and the other half of the players, which is the North team coming from more Northern colleges and Southern colleges. Obviously, they have to mix things up a little bit to make sure that the teams are even and have enough players, but typically they are split up geographically. Although the game is going to get a lot of the national attention. It's going to be on TV and everything. The reality is the most important part of Senior Bowl week is the practices. That's where all these NFL decision makers, all of the different personnel from these NFL teams and the people in the war rooms making decisions on draft day, they come down here, they get another opportunity to take a look at all of these different players and a lot of guys who go want to give themselves an opportunity to improve their draft stock, and that's going to be done in practice, in the individual matchups, individual drills, all the different team drills and situational drills that they go through that you would go through in a typical football practice. They get another opportunity here to show what they can do against better competition. We'll talk about some of the standouts and and why it's so important to go to the Senior Bowl for some of these guys, because it's the first opportunity they have to show these NFL decision makers what they can do against some of the other top talent because a lot of them are coming from smaller schools and haven't really had the opportunity to showcase what they can do with 
you know, the other players on the field being the type of guys that are going to be drafted as well. So that's why this is such an important part of the draft process. And not only do you get to see the field work, but these coaching staffs get to have meetings with the players afterwards. And as we know, the draft process is so much about what happens on the field, but also a lot about what happens off the field as well and how these players interact in these different interviews and meetings that they have leading up to the actual draft. So some of the players that stood out throughout the week of practice that keep popping up no matter where you go to get information about the Senior Bowl, it's certain names that just keep showing up consistently. And we will start with the biggest standout, and that's quarterback Justin Herbert from Oregon. Don't think that the Titans will be in the market for Herbert unless he slides. Uh, You know, that does happen from time to time, so can't rule anything out. But Herbert stood out. Michael Pittman Jr., a wide receiver from USC. Lloyd Cushenberry, a center from LSU. The biggest standout, you could say, other than Herbert, was defensive lineman from South Carolina, Javon Kinlaw. He's looking like he could have cemented himself as a top 10 pick with his performance, even though he will sit out the game with a little bit of knee tendonitis. There are also some players at positions of need that Titans fans need to make sure they keep their eye on. And that would, you know, at the quarterback position, you look at somebody like Jordan Love from Utah State, Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma that could be available for the Titans late in the first round, other wide receivers, KJ Hill from Ohio State, Denzel Mims from Baylor, Colin Johnson from Texas at the tight end position where I think the Titans could use a little bit of an influx of talent. You look at Bryce Hopkins from Purdue, Adam Troutman from Dayton, a a great example of someone who hasn't played against the best competition, but showed out during practice at the Senior Bowl and could elevate himself in the draft. Jared Pinckney, a tight end from Vanderbilt, and then one last player on the defensive side, Terrell Lewis, an outside linebacker from Alabama, which Lord knows the Titans need help there. So those are some players to keep your eye on and some guys who really helped themselves during practice at the Senior Bowl this week. Let's jump to our Pro Bowl preview. We are going to talk about our four Tennessee Titans who will be playing in the game on Sunday. Who are the guys that are going to be around them and what should we expect from them in the game? Fellas, Let's talk about the bedroom. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. You let off with a home run. Make sure you can go deep in your second at bat. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue Chew.com promo code locked on to try it for free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. 
Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code Locked On to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. The Pro Bowl will take place on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be on ABC, held in Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Used to be called the Citrus Bowl. At least that's what I would, you know, know it as personally. They are going to have the Skills Showdown, which is anybody but quarterbacks, where they try to, you know, catch passes throw, you know, through targets, do things like that. You're going to see Steelers defender Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick from the Patriots, Stephon Gilmore from the Saints, Cam Jordan uh, from the Browns, Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry, and then from the Lions, Darius Slay. So that'll be kind of fun to, to pay attention to a little bit. I always, for some reason, I enjoy those little knockoff competitions and both the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL All-Star Games. I, I enjoy the little mini games I guess always have the coaching staffs that are handling the Pro Bowl it'll be the Ravens for the AFC and the Seahawks for the NFC of course head coach John Harbaugh for the Ravens and Pete Carroll for the Seahawks leading those up looking at our Titans like we mentioned four Titans made it into the Pro Bowl this year Derrick Henry of course who was voted in originally along with Brett Kern who was voted in originally and then Jarrell Casey and Ryan Tannehill were added as alternates for the Kansas City Chiefs who will be playing in the Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes and Chris Jones. So good to get more Titans in there. Would rather be playing in the Super Bowl, of course, but if you're not going to get the Super Bowl, then hopefully some more Titans get recognition. So glad to see that happen. Let's be honest about the Pro Bowl here, though. Not a great football game, not a lot of physicality. A lot of the elements that make football the great game that it is are missing in the Pro Bowl. There's simply no defense, and I don't really blame any of the guys. I guess this is my tangent on the Pro Bowl. I I don't blame anybody for not playing super hard in that game football, like I said, because it is so physical. You cannot take the risk of getting injured, and I would be upset that if Derrick Henry was running super, super hard and for some reason got injured during the Pro Bowl, I mean, that wouldn't be a great outcome. You'd rather him not play than, you know, leave the game with some sort of potential injury. So I don't really blame anybody for making business decisions while playing in the Pro Bowl. It should be a little vacation for their families, a reward for playing well throughout the season, so don't want to see anybody get hurt, but you can only hope that late in the game in the fourth quarter, if it's close enough, there's a little bit of competitive play. That's all you can really hope for, but outside of that, you just have to hope that none of your guys come back injured, and especially with Tannehill and Henry being free agents, they'll be especially careful, I would imagine, during their play. Speaking of that, I just want to mention what I think the snap count 
should be for the Titans players. I wouldn't expect Ryan Tannehill to play more than maybe 20, 25 snaps. There are going to be three quarterbacks playing, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and then Ryan Tannehill. I, I would imagine they would all kind of split up the snaps about a third of a piece, so I'm thinking 20 to 25 total there. For Derrick Henry, 8 to 10 snaps total, only maybe 2 to 4 touches total. I would imagine that one of those will be a long run. Like I was mentioning earlier, guys make business decisions. No one's going too hard, too physical, and a cool moment for the Pro Bowl, considering the season that just happened, would be Derrick Henry taking a long one back you know, to the crib, getting a paint job in the Pro Bowl. So I would I would imagine that we are going to see that. If you're some sort of junkie that's always playing fantasy and you're gambling or playing fantasy this weekend with the Pro Bowl, use Derrick Henry, of course. For Jarrell Casey, thinking the same thing as I was with Tannehill, playing about a third of the snaps, about 20 to 25 total, no blitzing in the Pro Bowl. Guys don't go too hard, as I keep mentioning, so wouldn't expect Jarrell Casey to exert too much effort there, but I would like him you know, to get about 20 snaps might be the last Pro Bowl that he gets to play in considering how his play slipped off during the regular season this year. And of course, he's getting older as a defensive lineman who is undersized. He has relied on explosion and athleticism for most of his career. So this may be his last opportunity to play in the game, I would imagine, with his contract situation being pretty secure and him not having a lot of worries about what's happening in this offseason. I would imagine that maybe he will play a little bit harder than some of the other Titans. And Brett Kern, just go out there, kick, don't get smashed, don't get lit up like we saw Sean Taylor do. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor, to that punter way back when, uh, you know, over a decade ago in the Pro Bowl. So just don't get lit up like he did this season when Rabel had that crazy fake punt. Don't get lit up, don't get hurt, just punt, get out of the way, don't try to be a hero, Brett Kern. Come back to us in one piece, the weapon that you are. So would expect to see Tannehill out there throwing to some other alternates that join the AFC roster based on injury and Super Bowl, and that's Cortland Sutton from the Denver Broncos and DJ Chark from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hopefully Tannehill and Derrick Henry get to run an you know, a couple of plays together, maybe a series or so together as neither are a starter this year. So hopefully that'll line up. And some of those wide receivers I mentioned, I think will be out there as well on defense. You could expect to see Casey lined up out there with Calais Campbell and Geno Atkins, you know, from the Jaguars and Bengals respectively. Some really great interior defensive linemen. You get some stars like Vaughn Miller and TJ Watt rushing off the outside. Matt Judon from the Ravens. So should be a pretty good defensive front there with, with the previously mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick, Earl Thomas, Jamal Adams, Tredavious White in the defensive backfield. So a star-studded cast for the AFC that are going to be playing right alongside are Titans. So it's going to be interesting. That kind of breaks down the snaps I think the Titans should get, what I expect to see in the game, why it's not really that important, but it is important for everyone to come home healthy. So the Pro Bowl continues to be one of those weird things for me where I don't really enjoy it that much, but you kind of can't help but watch it. And it seems like a lot of people feel that way as it is still the most watched all-star game of any of the pro sports in America. So football still remains king when it comes to that. 
As I mentioned, follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titan. Send me your questions there, as a lot of you guys have been doing. Or you can do a review of the show. I will check that out. I will see that. I will answer your question as well. Give you guys a shout out based on who's asking me the question. Whatever you guys really want to ask me doesn't even have to be football, Titans related. You can ask me whatever you want about movies or music, TV, cooking, anything that that your heart desires, anything you can think of. So we will get to that next. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On Titans is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Titans fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, and not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants a way to connect with Titans fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get a team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Our first ever Locked On Titans mailbag. Really excited to get to some of your guys' questions. And as I've mentioned throughout the show, I just mentioned before we jumped out of segment two, I mentioned it at the beginning. Follow me on Twitter at Tick Tack Titans. T I C T A C Titans, so that you guys can ask me more questions so we can have a mailbag here throughout the off season, maybe into the regular season. And if you don't have Twitter, just go ahead and review the podcast, throw your question in the review, and I will make sure to get to it there as well. And it's a pretty good opportunity for you just to review the show and, and give your thoughts in general since you're already there. Either way, I just really appreciate any of your guys' engagement. So hopefully we can keep this thing rolling. So I'm going to jump into your questions now. First, from Semple23, if you could wear any jersey from the current team, what player would it be and why? And I have a simple answer because it is the jersey that I wear. I have one jersey from this Titans team that I wear. It's, you know, good luck. I I like to wear it every time I have a general Titans jersey that it's like a baseball jersey, dark blue, red riding. It's a baseball jersey, but it's for the Tennessee Titans. Pretty cool, pretty good find. But uh, the one player that I have a jersey of and I do wear is Kevin Byard. I think he exemplifies everything that I love about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, He's one of the best players at his position, if not the best player at his position in the NFL, but he's under-recognized. He works really hard. He's not just one of these guys that's a flashy DB all about me. He talks about the team. He does the film work. He's a leader, and he's a local guy from Middle Tennessee State, so you have to appreciate that. And not only is he all of those things, but he turns over the ball. has the most interceptions in the NFL since he was drafted. So he really gives you everything. And, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here as before I could put these things on record. But when he was drafted, I swore up and down 
that he was going to be what he is now. I just had a feeling when he was drafted from watching his highlights, listening to his interviews, the whole local ties, I just had a feeling that he was going to be exactly what he is right now. So seeing that pay off and having faith in him from the beginning and him really I mean, he's one of those guys that really turned this around. The Titans didn't have any talent, and he's one of the most talented players in the NFL, so he was like the first sign for me that John Robinson knew what he was doing. Getting a guy like that in the third round is so impressive and one of the biggest feathers in John Robinson's hat to date. So Kevin Byard is, I guess if I had to break it down, my favorite player on the team from a player standpoint. I've mentioned before, I really love Jayon Brown's personality uh, and just you know his demeanor, but Kevin Byard is the guy for me that I feel best represents this current era, and that's why he's the one jersey that I do own and that I do wear. So thank you for that question, Sample23. Zachary Navarrete asked, If Tannehill does move on, how likely are the Titans to trade up for a quarterback in the draft? And if they did, who do I like personally? Well, I don't think the Titans would do that necessarily with this crop of quarterbacks other than Burrow and Tua. I'm not necessarily too impressed. Herbert would be a a guy I would consider trading up for into the middle teens if he were available, but with his senior bowl performance we talked about earlier and the need for quarterback in the NFL and some of the teams picking in the top 10, I don't think he's going to make it out of the top 10 to 12, so I don't think the Titans would be willing to give up what they need to give up to get there for somebody like Herbert, and I wouldn't want them to. So you look at somebody like Jordan Love, uh, you know, Jake Fromm really didn't do much, but some people are, are high on him because of his game management. I'm just really not sold on any of those quarterbacks, so I don't think that the Titans would be sold on them either, so I don't see a trade-up happening, even if Tannehill leaves, because I think if he were to leave, I do think that the Titans would then turn to a veteran quarterback to kind of keep the the ball rolling with this team. You don't want to set this team back with a rookie quarterback with the way it seems right now, but I, I spoiler alert, I don't think that the Titans are going to have to answer any of those questions. So, question from Ross Medley, how many yards do you think Derrick Henry gets next year? I would tell you that I do think Henry's back with the Titans, and I think it would be around 1,200 yards. One of the big things we're going to talk about during the offseason is the Titans' need for a another running back and not just a a pass catching running back like Deion Lewis was supposed to be, but a real running back who can spell Henry to kind of, you know, lighten his load because you can't keep giving him 400 some carries a year. If you give him a big contract going forward, you have to find a way to, to keep him fresh throughout his entirety of his contract. Next, Cody James asked me, who would I rather have between Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady? That's a really tough question. I think for one season, you probably would ride with Tom Brady. But the way this offense is built with the boot action, bootlegs off of play action and off the run game, and the West Coast zone scheme that the Titans are running, they would have to change a lot of their offense to fit what Tom Brady is good at into it. So I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill, plus the long-term aspect here. You can give Tannehill a couple years and not be scrambling for a quarterback after one season. I think that with a 43-year-old Tom Brady, after one season, you'd be right back in the same boat of not knowing whether you'd have him back or you 
need a quarterback, and now you're drafting rookies, and this team just went to the AFC Championship game. I don't think that's a position that they want to be in. So I would go Tannehill. Cody did ask a second question, and I'll, I will grant him that wish. He asked, if I could only sign one of Logan Ryan and Jack Conklin, who would it be? And the answer is pretty quick and simple for me, and it's Logan Ryan. I think the leadership that he brings to that defense is more important than what Conklin is bringing leadership-wise to the offense. I think Logan Ryan's physicality and versatility in the run game on defense really allows this Titans defense to stay in sub-packages and stay in nickel personnel and dime personnel, which gives them an advantage against other offenses where offenses can't really dictate how the Titans play because of their personnel. So I would pick Logan Ryan. And also, I think Logan Ryan's going to be cheaper. He is approaching 30. He's not the most you know, athletic cornerback in terms of speed and agility in the NFL. And I think that, you know, Logan Ryan will be getting less than $10 million per year. And even though Jack Conklin, I wouldn't say is a top five tackle, he's going to get paid pretty handsomely this offseason because offensive tackles are very important. And Jack Conklin was good. I wouldn't say great, but he was good and has been good for, you know, two of the four seasons of his career. And I mean, you could even argue three of the four seasons of his career, and the one year that he was really bad was coming off an ACL injury where he suffered other injuries throughout the season and just was never physically right during the year. So Conklin is going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot more, and I think the Titans could replace Conklin with a more cost-efficient option that you know, wouldn't hurt the chemistry of the team and wouldn't hurt the team as bad as if they did lose Logan Ryan at this stage. And I think that the contract situation only bolsters my opinion there. So that is going to wrap up our first official mailbag. And my Locked On Titans tenure here had a really great time answering your questions. Like I said, follow me on Twitter. Leave your questions in the reviews. I will answer anything you got, not even just football. I will answer, you know, movies, sports, music, other sports, I guess, other than football, uh, cooking, pop culture, anything that you guys got. I'm more than happy to answer so that we can keep this segment rolling throughout the offseason at the minimum. So that is going to wrap up this week's worth of shows. Next week, we are going to continue getting ready for the offseason, talk some free agency, talk some draft, get into those conversations as we progress towards another season and another opportunity to climb that mountain and reach the Super Bowl for the Tennessee Titans. So as always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.